This is an ABC podcast. Can you be more Pacific? On ABC Radio Australia. Bula Vinaka! Bula! Yes! Welcome back to another episode of Can You Be More Pacific? We are your hosts. I'm Rock. And I'm Cav. And together we are Rock and Cav. Talking all things sport across the Pacific. Coming up in the next hour, highlights and lowlights of the week. Interview with former Aussie cricket test player. You don't want to miss out on our top five. And we will be revisiting our summer sport challenge. So much to get through. So little time. Alaska. Let us disembark. Can you be more Pacific with Rock and Cav on ABC Radio Australia? Well, we're not a Cav. Yes. How are we? How are? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> Thank you for asking the question. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, how was your weekend? Yeah, it was. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, the fans were working. Oh, you know, I got aircon. How hot has it been? The like? aircon at my house. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, electricity bill through the roof. Oh my gosh, <laughs> tell me about it. Oh man, it was uh, what, uh, 40 plus degree I've day got, the I've other got day? three fans uh, going at once, blowing uh, hot air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's enough to drive me crazy, man. <laughs> Speaking of crazy, yeah. So on the weekend, yeah. Uh, skiing news, actually, on the weekend. Uh, so there was a brain explosion that happened <laughs> with the Russian skiing team. So the Russian bloke was trying to overtake the guy in front and he couldn't like, you know, get past him because yeah. the bloke was, you know, blocking him in. So what does he do? He, he grabs his, his pole and he chucks it at the guy's head. <laughs> is, then, yeah, he, he chucks it at him. And then what happened? They finished the, uh, they finished the course and then instead of pulling up, he just tries to run him over. <laughs> Purposely try to yeah. run him over. <laughs> Spewing that. What the heck? Yeah. It reminds me of um, a marathon at an athletics meet. So that you went in? <laughs> that I was there. I was there. Nah. Was this back in the 80s? <laughs> in the 70s, actually. So <laughs> I think it was like uh, Kenya and, and, and uh, I don't know if it was Ghana, but the, the Kenyan guy, he was, he was, oh, he was Ethiopian. He was ahead. <laughs> he was ahead. <laughs> And the guy behind him was trying to trying to beat him, but he was getting blocked in as well. Same same thing. Yes. So what does he do before the finish line? He smacks him on the back of the head. Wow! <laughs> but the funny thing was, oh. it was like a, a good two meters or five meters away. And as he smacked him, he pushed him even faster, <laughs> <laughs> even further ahead. He smacked him on the back of the head, which pushed him even further. So, <laughs> and the guy ended up winning. World record that day, huh? <laughs> Rock and Cavs Plays of the Week. All right, our Plays of the Week. Oh, yeah. Mate, how good was the weekend? NFL Super Bowl. No, it wasn't on the weekend? No. Uh, That's next weekend, uh, young Rock. But the game on the weekend was Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Defeating Green Bay Packers. Oh, wow. Wow, 31-26. Unfortunately for Aaron Rodgers, early exit, spewing. Do you reckon he'll retire after this? Uh, No, you know what? I just saw like um, a a clip on social media and he was addressing the rumors and he said, no, he is not. And I actually told Mon, 
your missus. Yeah. I was <laughs> I was giving it to her because they I lost. saw that. So she's a big uh, uh big Green fan. Bay fan. Yes, she is. I might buy her uh, a jersey for well. Tampa Bay, even though Can I, you buy me one too? <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Uh, I don't have that much money. <laughs> oh, well. I'm a garbo. Uh, anyway. Oh. oh, my God. You yeah. work for three days. You can't, you, can't, w- you can't claim to be a garbo just like that. It was two and a half. Get it right. Oh, <laughs> my God. But anyway. Irrelevant. Uh, <laughs> so, um, in the Super Bowl, Tampa Bay have the advantage because it's going to be the first time where a Super Bowl is played in the home ground of one of the teams. So they will be playing Kansas City and they beat Buffalo Bills 38-24 to book this, uh, their spot in the Super Bowl. What about um, Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. So um, this is his uh, second Super Bowl. Yeah. And uh, so, so like quick fact, Patrick Mahomes, the second, yeah. playing his second Super Bowl. Yeah. Do you reckon this will be his year again? Uh, what, they're going to make it back-to-back? Yeah, back-to-back. Man, I don't think so, bro. Man, he's living up to the hype, that's for sure. Yeah, he is. I think he's worth every uh, coin that they yeah. gave him. I think mid-last year, he signed to like about th- three or four hundred million dollars contract. That's crazy. And, bro, look Definitely at him now. Definitely living up to it. Back in the Super Bowl. Back-to-back, could be true. Yeah, never know. Now, moving on to basketball, NBL, uh, Melbourne United defeated Cairns 87-85, so it was a close game. Yeah. Um, Our boy Shea Illy, seven points, two rebounds, and four assists. Not bad, bit of average. Yeah, yeah. not bad. It's still game two. It's still game two. Yeah, we still got chance. He's he's still keeping busy, that's for sure. Yeah. And um, second win for the Melbourne United, so it's it's a good start for them. Yeah. Yeah, moving on to the NBA, uh, Stephen Adams and the New Orleans Pelicans, their game got postponed against uh, San Antonio Spurs. Uh, neither team had the league required eight available players to play due to COVID. Yeah, so what, what does that mean? So they have to have a league requirement of eight players. Duh. <laughs> so dumb. Like I said. <laughs> so uh, they had to call the game off and that's probably one of the down things about uh, COVID. So, yeah, uh, they've lost the two previous games uh, against Minnesota Timberwolves and Utah Jazz. So I think this break would probably help them. Maybe Stephen Adams could work on uh, getting that triple-double that I keep looking for (laughs) in every NBA game. And, yeah. He'll get there eventually. Uh, Hopefully. Hopefully. I'm sick of uh, asking for triple-doubles every week. So, Stephen Adams, if you're listening, I know you are. Please. Get that. Well, I'll tell you, he got a triple-double on his chin. Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell him. Oh, tell him, Rock. Conor McGregor. Oh! What is going on? That was actually pretty good. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so the UFC uh, on the weekend just happened. Uh, Dustin knocked out Conor McGregor in the mm. second round. So uh, I watched that. Uh, Connor had him in the first round. If you can see, uh, Dustin wasn't. Dustin was hitting him with like a lot of leg kicks. Uh, he wasn't up to standards when it came to uh, striking. Who? Dustin, uh, Dustin, I thought in the first in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. Connor McGregor was too too fast, too quick, and he looked he looked tired. If anything, Dustin looked really tired. But uh, Dustin. Yeah, Dustin. I don't know. Did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah. Connor McGregor had him. But then, Maybe he was just like he was baiting him. But he, but he, he was he, he, he was, gave him too much, Conor McGregor. Who? Yeah, Conor McGregor gave him too much. At the end, he just got knocked out. So it wasn't the, it wasn't the best performance from Conor McGregor. That's for sure. Yeah, he could have done better. 
Easily. Fun, yeah, for those of you who don't know, back in 2014 when Conor McGregor was trying to make a name for himself, they fought in, I think it was Vegas, and McGregor knocked out Dustin Poirier. So now, 2021, Dustin Poirier's now knocked out Conor McGregor. So Conor McGregor, straight after the fight, he's called everyone and asked for a rematch. So... <laughs> <laughs> Dana White's uh, phone has been uh, going off. So is the phones here at ABC. He's been calling everyone, including... Uh, <laughs> he got five million in- just to step in the ring. Even Andrew Moore's phone's been going off the, <laughs> off the hook. What's going on here? Uh, Andrew, mate. <laughs> I want a rematch. <laughs> um, also, uh, the, the fight before that, uh, American newcomer Michael Chandler yeah. uh, knocked out Dan Hooker. Yeah. Mate, Dan Hooker. If you saw that, Chandler was just, he just out hyped him. And Dan Hooker was just, he, I he think looked Dan deflated. Hooker was, is ranked number four. But yeah, that Chandler bloke was the, uh, he used to be the champion over at Bellator, yeah. which is another organization. And then he's come over and pretty much absolutely made a name for himself. Name, yeah. He called out everyone. At the end of the fight, he called out everyone, and after that, I pretty much disliked him. As a f- <laughs> what? That's good. Yeah, I know, but he, he came from Bellator. Like, come on, seriously, Bellator, really? Wow, that's a big call. <laughs> they're they're proper like yeah, yeah. fighters nah. over there. Still, nah, no, nah, nah. Dan Hooker, he, nah. I, I reckon he's. I like, reckon he, yeah, he's he's he he just did that to make a big payday. But I reckon he's gonna fight someone that can actually fight. He called out Khabib. Yeah, he Khabib, <laughs> are you kidding, Khabib? <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, right. Good luck to you, bro. <laughs> Get out of here. Anyway, the low light of the weekend was the African National Championship. An international star player was subbed off within 149 seconds, which is a world record, I think. Uh, <laughs> that's just over two minutes. His name was Kadir Amin from Zimbabwe. So Zimbabwe were awarded a free kick. And then old mate took the free kick. Yeah, he wasn't supposed <laughs> to take the kick, but he took the kick anyway. So, uh, he was standing beside the guy who was uh, supposed <laughs> to kick it. And he was like... In his head, he was like, it's my time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they heard. This is for you, Zimbabwe. <laughs> <laughs> it's from my family. <laughs> and the coach is like, hey, Zimbabwe, off. Don't ever do that again. The coach, hey, Kadir, get off. <laughs> well, imagine going out like that. Bro, he probably lived... Uh, no, nah, good on him. Good on him for doing that. Living his best life. Yeah, living his best life, that's yeah, for sure. whatever. Take that free kick. Who cares? <laughs> you know what would have been better if he took the free kick? What? If they won. <laughs> oh, wow. So he took the free kick. And they lost. <laughs> oh. Discussions around the Carver Bowl with Rock and Cav... On ABC Radio Australia. Around the Carver Bowl, where we sit around our traditional and national drink and we talk all things sports and more to past, present and future sporting athletes, coaches and journalists. Joining us here today is former Australian cricket test player and current head coach of the Papua New Guinea national women's cricket team, the Lewas. My name is Kristen Beams, Saki. Wow, wow, that was really that good. Was, uh, that was really good. Very, very cultured. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen, thank you for uh, joining us here today. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, sure. Um, I am a former cricketer who now spends her time coaching and doing some commentary all over the world. 
You were named as uh, the head coach for the Lewis, uh PNG National Women's uh, Cricket Team. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I was really fortunate to get the opportunity to work with the Lewis. Um, the high performance manager for Cricket PNG was a former coach of mine. Uh, his name was Joe Dawes. And he said, look, I would love you to be involved with this program. And I said, that sounds amazing. And I feel really blessed to have been a part of it. Very nice. Wow. Yeah, you had, you had a lot of coaching um, from a distance due to COVID. Uh, what did you learn from that role? Yeah, a lot um, in, the, in the COVID space is, is just how important I think people's well-being is and, and making sure that they can still get what they need from a cricket point of view, even with all of those challenges. So, you know, players had to be far more motivated to go and often do a running session or go and have a hit and then making sure that there were smaller numbers of people. And it, it just, it was a whole different way of training. And it, I think it probably taught everyone of, and maybe give us all a greater appreciation for the fact that we love what we do because we get to spend our time as being a part of a team. And when that gets taken away, it kind of makes you more and more grateful of the time that you do get as a group together because it's a you know pretty lucky thing to do to, to have the chance to, to play sport at that level. Well, um, Kristen, just tell us a, a little bit about your, uh, your own uh, career. Um, how did you get started playing cricket? Yeah, I was like most people. I, I played sort of just in the street or in the backyard and I'm a little bit at school and I just I loved the game. I didn't really know that girls didn't play as much as boys. I didn't grow up with that sort of culture. It was just that you have a pretty much have a crack at everything and I liked cricket so I, I sort of stuck with it and, and found myself sort of falling into to teams and and it sort of just progressed from there. I, I always say that I, I fell in love with the game before I realised that girls didn't really have the opportunity to play or have as many opportunities to play. So I never found myself being a part of many girls-only teams until I was older. And again, I just think that gives me a great appreciation for being a part of female groups now as a coach. Um, and, you know, the laywars would be ex- exactly the same in the sense that they probably played with boys growing up and didn't see a pathway. And now they have the opportunity to try and compete to be in a World Cup, which is, you know, on the radar for them this year. Wow, that's amazing. Was there any other sport that um, that you wanted to play when you were younger besides cricket? Yeah, I wanted to play everything. I think that's sometimes that's that's part of it. You just you actually love every sport. I played a lot of basketball. I played soccer. Um, I've even played some Australian rules football. I, I wanted to play every sport, but I probably felt the most passionate or maybe felt like I was the best at, at cricket compared to the other sports. So that one just sort of grabbed me a, a little bit more and, and that's why I stuck with it. Very nice. Um, you coaching the, uh, the lowers, uh, are there any standout players we should keep an eye on? Yeah, plenty. We've got lots of, we've got lots of amazing um, players, yeah, I think Tanya Rumo's been so good for for such a long period of time, and she, I just have so much appreciation for her as a player. She's a mum as well, and she's the fittest player in the group. And I think she's in her early thirties now, um, and she's been amazing. Um, Kaya, the, the the captain, has been bowls his left arm Chinamans and and bats really well. But we've we've got some really young players coming through. Um, we've got a couple of amazing 15, 16 year olds, uh, one who bowls rapid, um, Holland, and she's going to be someone to look out for. 
I think, in the future, as well as Vicky, who I think is, you know, potentially a future captain as well. So I would love to see some of these girls playing in the WBBL in the future. I think we've got enough talent in PNG that suggests that some of these girls could be contracted players uh, here in the in the WBBL. So that's probably something we've got in the back of our mind is how do we expose some of these girls to not only playing for PNG internationally, but, you know, can we see a couple of them sneak into the, the WBBL in the future? Yeah, that'd be great to see. Um, and would you um, would you say that the the Lewis there have um, the resources, I guess, to help them get to the WBBL? Yeah, I think that it's changed so much, and I think Cricket PNG have done an amazing job. The introduction of contracts, I mm. think they've got three different tiers of contracts. So the fact that these girls are paid, um, and it is their their job to be a cricketer, is you know, is exactly how it works here in Australia. So to think they have that opportunity to to train during the day and have those opportunities and um, they've done a lot of facility development in Port Moresby, which is going really well. They've now got a gym on site, which is incredible. And they get really good turf access. So they, I think they get as good as um, what domestic cricketers get in this country. Wow. Um, and that's got a lot to do with Joe Dawes and what he's set up. I think he's he's been incredible in what he's done and, uh, it's no surprise that we see the Barras um, that are going to be a part of the T20 World Cup. Um, I think that's a direct result of everything he's done as head coach and high performance manager of the men's team. So we're very hopeful that the women's side of things will actually just follow um, and that we'll see. We missed out by, you know, we lost to Thailand, who obviously got to be a part of the last T20 Women's World Cup. So we think we're pretty close to being able to break through that. Mm. Um, do you think they should follow in the footsteps of rugby league team, the PNG Hunters, and uh, try to com- um, compete in the Australian competition, WBBL? Yeah, I think the more opportunities there are to play in Australia, the better our players are going to be. So whether that's individually. So at the moment we send three or four girls to play in Brisbane grade cricket and they've all done really well um, in doing that, or whether that's a PNG team that can you know, find a way to be in Australia and, and at what level, I'm not sure yet, but if they can be playing as a team in Australia and in some of the, the domestic competitions here, it's just going to make them better and better. Um, and I think in the, the women's game, it's just about playing more cricket. Um, when you think about, you know, the best players in Australia who are, you know, dominating on the world stage, they've played a lot of cricket uh, and they've been exposed to a lot of cricket. So how we can get the laywa to play more cricket um, individually and collectively as a group is is probably just going to be the difference for us, I reckon. Nice. Um, so there's talks in the cricket. Uh, concussion is a major talking point in cricket and um, it's been raised uh, that the bouncers should be banned in junior cricket. Uh, do you think this is a good idea? No, I don't, I don't think you want to put too many constraints on the on the game itself. I think what we what kids love about the game is what they see. Um, so if you, you know, you're, kids are watching the WBBL or the BBL and they're, they're watching that stuff. And then you say, well, you can't do any of that when you, you actually play. Uh, I think that that provides some challenges because I think, you know, young people want to try every part of the game, whether that's reverse sweeping or bowling bounces or slow balls out of the back of the hand, whatever that is. But I think we've just got to get really clear on what the protocols are and, and make sure that we're putting players first in, in terms of safety um, but I think if you once you start modifying the game too much, I think kids don't enjoy it as much anymore. So I think we can find some really practical ways to make the game safe without sort of 
having to ban the bouncer and that sort of stuff. Uh, now, um, Kristen, just a quick question. What, what is a leg break? Because I, I heard it for the first time today. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's basically a leg break is a standard delivery for a leg spinner, which basically says that if a right arm leg spinner is bowling to a right-handed batter, a leg break should bounce and then go towards the off stump. Uh, so that's the that's the best way I can describe it. So, so the uh, whole idea, I think, leg break comes from that the idea that it just it breaks off the pitch, so uh, it, it uh, makes a a sudden movement to go to the left. I thought, I thought, I thought I thought it meant that you actually break legs when you bowl. <laughs> yeah, because it'd be pretty brutal if you did. I don't think any spinner has ever broken anyone's leg <laughs> or will ever in the future because it just doesn't go quick enough, I'm being honest. Yeah. So um, uh, what advice do you have for young athletes out there, um, you know, coming up in the ranks for uh, cricket now or the Pacific Islanders and all the young girls in general? Oh, I think the biggest thing is to always remember why you started playing in the in the first place. I think the more professional the game is, the more opportunities there are to play at higher levels. You can get a little bit stuck in all of those things, whether it be contracts and money and, you know, social media and all that sort of stuff is just remember what the little girl or the little boy loved about cricket. Um, and you, and that would probably be playing for the enjoyment of it and a love of the game. And I think the players that I've seen be really successful, they, they keep doing that. They, they just play because they love it. Yeah, they probably get paid pretty good money and they get to travel and do other things. But at first and foremost in their mind, they're, they're just people who love playing cricket. So I think if you do that, then you'll hold yourself in good stead and not get too carried away with all the bells and whistles that, that come, to, come with more professional sport. Oh, well that's great said. advice. Well said. Uh, uh, Kristen, we really appreciate your time um, joining us here today. Um, we uh, obviously can't wait for what the future has for you. And hopefully we'll have the chance to catch up soon. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That was former Australian cricketer and current cricket expert commentator for ABC Sport, Kristen Beams. Cavs top five. All right, it's time for our favorite part of the show. Our top five. Yepa. Take it away, Cav. Take it away, I'm doing a shimmy. I'm doing a shimmy right now. Don't, please. Thanks. So, in honor of Tom Brady making the Super Bowl yet again for his tenth season, the tenth season, the tenth time he, I think it's it's a record, a world record. He's the goat's goat. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the goatest. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so just a little backstory on Tom Brady. He um. He was told last season by New England Patriots, who he has been with from the start of his career, that he was no longer needed. So he took his talents over to Tampa Bay and everybody kind of wrote him off. And they said at the start of the season, if he is as great as they say he is, he'd take them to the 
uh, Super Bowl. And look at where we are at now. He did that. Yes. So uh, Tom Brady has won six Super Bowls. Uh, three league MVP awards, four Super Bowl MVP awards, uh, has the record for most pass completions, most passing yards, uh, most passing touchdowns in Super Bowl history as well. All Ma- this with the age of 43. 43. My gosh. Wow. 43. And he's still doing all that. Five years older than Not you, on- Cab. Oh. <laughs> Not only that, he's how does he do that? <laughs> and you're Gabo. <laughs> I'm gonna be like the world record uh, Gabo yeah. in, uh, for <laughs> five years time. <laughs> so, in honor of uh, our 43 year old mate Tom Brady, <laughs> we have compiled a list of oldies. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> no, no, nah, nah. but uh, OGs. Yeah, 35 and over. So, number five. Who's t- number five? No, nah, I'd say more mature. Mature uh, athletes, seasoned. as they say, yeah, veterans. So <laughs> our number top, fi- our number top five, our number five, <laughs> our yeah. number five. What's five? None other than Cameron Smith. Ooh, still going too. How old is he? I believe he's thirty-eight years of age. Whoa, and who's he playing for this yeah. year? <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> so Cameron Smith, uh, he might be playing for the Buccaneers next year. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be the goatest of the goatest <laughs> if he plays there. I'm uh, telling you right the now. Australian goat. <laughs> uh, number four, uh, none other than our mate, our, our personal mate, Petro or Petero Divonideva. Uh, he was 37 when he played his uh, last years of footy. He was playing for Redcliffe Dolphins and also got a call up to play for Fiji. Only him can oh. get a call up. And he was playing prop too. Playing for the Interest Cup. Are you kidding? Playing for his country against 30, Samoa. 37. Who we lost to. 37. Yeah, 37. Bro, I'll be 37 in like 10 years. Oh, Are you come kidding? On now. <laughs> oh, man, I wish I could be that great. Um, but anyway, moving on, number three. Oh, this one's a big one. Yep. She was uh, on my top five list of uh, greatest PNG athletes of all time. Amazing athlete. Yep. Dika Toa. Yes. So she's 36. She has three kids. And she's uh, competing uh, to uh, join the Papua New Guinea uh, weightlifting uh, lifting team to compete in the Olympics. Wow. 36 years old, three kids. She's amazing. And she's still weightlifting? That's... Out of all sports, weightlifting. Yeah, I, I couldn't do what she does. I mean, I'm, I'm soon, soon to have three kids. I mean, two more kids to add to my uh, one kid. <laughs> what? <laughs> Quick maths. <laughs> Anyway, she's an amazing athlete and good luck to her for the future. Yeah. Dika, if you're listening, we love you. <laughs> number two. Number two. Oh, mate. Number two. This bloke was one of my favorite wingers of all time. Uh, Cirelli Mbombo. Wow. So for you guys who don't know who Cirelli Bombo is, YouTube. <laughs> no, but uh, uh, his last game professionally was... So he's still playing now. No. <laughs> now he's now uh, I'm pretty sure he's a coach now in Fiji for uh I think it was Red Rock the team uh, yeah yes. Red Rock Red Rock is good Red too. Rock yeah so they they've produced a lot of uh sevens rugby players but um his last professional game um he was 41 years old. Not only that he was playing wing and he was playing for a top 14 side called Racing Metro who had Joe Rokodoko in that team. Uh, who's uh, who's a former All Black, um, Leone Nakarawa, who also plays for Fiji, 
uh, and now he's moved over to England. And also Verumi Vakatawa, who's a centre, uh, and he's still playing there now, and also the centre for uh, France. So, man, for him at 41 to still be playing at that high level and as a winger, and I, I saw one game where he burnt his other winger. Bro. <laughs> Who was a young gun. Yeah. The guy was coming up and he like got beaten by a 41-year-old. The coach pulled him off. <laughs> nice. After 139 seconds. <laughs> if you can't beat a 41-year-old, get off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cav. Who is number our number one? one? Number this one. Is, this is rightfully so. Kylie Hilda. Oh, wow. wow. So she was the hooker for New South Wales Blues and she also played for the Roosters. Cam who? <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, so, yes, she played for the Roosters, retired, then she came back out of retirement, played uh, last year for, for New South Wales. Uh, she was 44 years old and she has three kids Wow. Amazing. Now now she's uh, coaching the Roosters. Yes. I believe. Yeah, she's joined the coaching staff. Yeah. We're all about facts here. Can you be more Man, specific? She is an Fact amazing check. athlete yeah. as well. 44 years old. You know, that, that just proves, you know, like age is, age just, is a just, just a number. Age is you just know, a it's number. It's all about uh, how you, uh, I guess, look after yourself, your body. Yeah, for all the girls out there, all the women who think it's too late. It's, it's never, never too, too late. late. It's never yeah. too late. Just got to look after your body. Yeah, follow invest. the footsteps of Kylie Hilda. That's it. And then... Invest in recovery. Wow. Because, <laughs> you know, like um, when I was doing Garbo for three days, Story. I just inv- invested in uh, <laughs> my recovery. You know, I had like a, a sore legs. So, you know, I bought like pills. So that was and- our top five, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Can you be more Pacific with Rock and Cav on ABC Radio Australia? Oh my God. Can you be more Pacific with Rock and Cav talking all things sport across the Pacific? Still to come, a unique take of the week and we have some new music. Well, 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 well. Well, that's uh, all we have time for today. <laughs> and, uh, we ain't going nowhere. Rock and I are participating in a summer sports challenge where we, uh, uh, I don't know if it's you. Yeah. You show up to every <laughs> uh, sports challenge and watch me uh, I, I will. absolutely kill it. But anyway, uh, this week is round two. So last week was golf uh, or mini golf. And this week is bowling. Uh, <laughs> so I wish you guys could see uh, Rock's face right now You know, he looks like a defeated man But um, Cav, myself, yes, the champion uh, Has come out on top, vict- uh, victorious, yet again 2-0 uh, Hey, look, look um, <laughs> Let me just add my bit in Yeah, yeah I, I came in Explain uh, yourself Overconfident um, You know, I just outplayed myself um, Cav didn't win, I lost so I lost it for myself, and that's just basically it. Yeah, for somebody who talked that up a lot, you, you, <laughs> I, I just put you too much it, pressure on myself. You I threw that in the bin. It happens to the... Oh. Carbo reference. Uh, anyway. <laughs> happens to the best of us. So, I'll, so the final points was Cav, I, 104, with two strikes, and Rock, 79. You know what, Cav? You, d- you did play really well, actually. I'll give it to you. 
it was it was pretty impressive pretty impressive so uh yeah the first round was um a practice <laughs> round and you know, you know what? <laughs> rock went hard out in the uh, practice round and it was like oh yeah this is it. Oh. Uh, your boy Cav, you know, didn't want to give too much away. Yeah, you know, just, just pretending I had tennis elbow the whole time. Oh man, oh, yeah, oh, oh lifting also, bins uh, all day. Oh hey, my god, my shoulder. Um, big shout out to our producer who also got two strikes. Yeah. And, oh, apparently it was the first time she was she's ever played too. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Every time she got a strike. Oh my god, did that just happen? Yeah, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, you know damn well that just happened. <laughs> I also broke a nail. Oh yeah, she did. Oh. She guys didn't have to deal with. Yeah, yeah, she did. She did break her nail. So, and she got two strikes breaking her nail. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> did you break a nail? No, but I got two strikes. Oh. Ah! Hey. Uh, oh, yeah. guys, keep. Hey, so the video will be up on our socials. Oh. Uh, see Rock's defeated look. Um, you know, take a picture of it, like screenshot, put on like. I don't know, screensaver, or, you know, make t-shirts out of it, send it to us here at ABC, you know, everyone here, I walked into the office today and people were just screaming under my, my name, cab, 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 Go. Oh, no, oh, calm down, <laughs> relax, but um, yeah, listen, we'll right. be, um, so look, you're up 2-0, I'm up 2-0, keep an ear out for our next challenge, um, so what would uh, our next challenge be, Rock? Um, I, I think we've got table tennis coming up. Yes, I'm. I'm pretty good at table tennis, though. Oh, are you confident? Are you? Yeah, I'm pretty confident. Yeah, I actually am. Look, yeah, we shall see. If any other sport, because I'm good at tennis. Oh, yeah, I should be good at table tennis. Yeah, uh, like you know, good thing about uh, table tennis, we don't have to run around a lot. So, <laughs> uh, th- I think that will work to my advantage. Because <laughs> I got a big frame, I'll just like sidestep left to right. Yeah, so we'll it. see. We'll see how it goes. Have Let you played us- tennis table before? Ah, tennis table. Uh, what did I say? <laughs> table tennis. Tennis table. Did I say tennis table? How about, wow. See? See? You see? You hear that, guys? That loss is still, uh, it still resonates it, within yeah, him. It is. I can't believe I lost to you, like, out of all sports. Yeah. Bowling. Hmm. So, yeah. Guys, let us know who you think will win table tennis next. Uh, will Cav go up 3-0 or will it be 2-1? Uh, let us know. We shall see. Can you be more specific with Rock and Cav on ABC Radio Australia? All right, moving on to our unique take of the week. Yeah, where we give our unique take of the week. (laughs) What? Stop doing that. Yeah, I have to say it. I have to say it. it's good luck. So Willie Mason's fighting soon. Wow. He's fighting against uh, one of my favorite players. Who, 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 who? Sam Tyday. So- <laughs> <laughs> Sam Tyday. Samuel Tyday. Uh, Sam Tyday. Samuel L. With my Fide. other favorite player, uh, uh, Jonathan Thurston. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, true. So when are they fighting? February the 12th. So um, it's obviously for charity. Yeah, charity. Yeah, yeah. So he's spent uh, a good 15 years... Uh, being the well, I don't know, yeah, the scariest uh, forward in the NRL. I think he was more scary when he was playing with us at the Bulldogs, and then as soon as he went over to the Roosters, I think the aura of I'd rather run at him than Fui Fui Moi Moi. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, but see, that's there's, Fui Fui came on the scene when he went to the Roosters. Coincidence? <laughs> see, see, you see what I mean? Yeah, I like so, that. 
I don't know. But anyway, 15 years uh, as being one of the scariest guys in the NRL really does show uh, out, out there on the footy field as seen um, moments into the test against England in 2006. Big hit there on Fielden by Mason. Look for those two to clash as away goes. Newton, he gets a pass away. And uh, the, the pass has been handled there by uh, Hock, but we've got a brawling back play. It's on here at the Sydney Football Stadium. Players from both sides exchanging blows on the 30-metre line. And this has all come about from the tackle that uh, Willie Mason made on the Fielden. Stuart Fielden from Wigan, both fiery customers. And we've got... All the officials on the field now, and this uh, this brute, this brute well, right. expect that Warren has uh, has come to fruition. Well, you're right, and Mason's in it. He's thrown a couple of big big ones. He's put somebody down there, and then Sean Long's oh. come up and been bundled over. Well, he's very lively uh, exchange indeed. I think Long's come up and said a few words to Mason, and Mason's put one on his chin. Richard Richard Spencer on the sideline. Yeah, they're going to have a lot to do to settle this one out. But Willie Mason, Stuart Fielden, I think, was the first player he took exception to. He stung him with a wonderful right hand. If you're a boxing fan, he put him to the deck. And then Jamie Peacock, the player, had to come in and go toe-to-toe with Willie Mason. Jamie Peacock, he's a brave man. Well, we're waiting for a football game to break out here at the moment. <laughs> he put one on his chin. The game's gone soft. Oh, it's gone soft, oh, mate. Man, gone are the days of uh, people putting it on his chin. Willie Mason can throw him too, Oi. but can he take him? Ooh. Get his script tonight, yeah. David Kidwell. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Willie Mason is 40 years old and Sam Friday is 35. 35? Yeah, 35. Is that all? Yeah, so... He's only a baby. Oh, bro, so... You know, Sam Thiday, uh retired just recently. So I think he's got a bit of like, you know, a little bit of wind in him. Yeah. So I don't know. Like um, uh, Willie oh. Mason just spoke to Fox Sports about fighting. He was asked, do you have a message for Sam Thiday? Not really. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're well, mate. Just take it easy on me. Wash the teeth. Wow. Wash your teeth even. <laughs> What does he what? need to wash his teeth for? <laughs> he said, watch your teeth. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was probably one of the most politest uh, yeah, uh, call-outs. The humble enforcer. <laughs> watch the face, mate. <laughs> well, I'll hit you. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. Yeah, so um, from a fight in the ring for charity to a street brawl in the Shire. Ooh. Yeah, so the Shire is... Uh, in Cronulla, so yeah. the Cronulla area. For those of you who don't know, it's 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 not uh, in Lord of the Rings. It's actually a place here in Australia called <laughs> Cronulla, Sutherland. Sutherland Shire. <laughs> it's a pretty good place. But anyway, this is no laughing matter. Keep going. So there was an incident with James Seguiaro, yeah. who was a former Broncos player. Mm. Um, him and his uh, mate, good friend, Corey Norman, yep. who's uh, playing for Dragons, uh, St. George Dragons. They were in an altercation with... Uh, a few men. Yes, so they were going home from a night out with yep. a couple of uh, friends, yep. uh, female friends. The four men um, said some racial slurs, Yeah, uh, said the N-word to be exact, yep. and um, Corey was trying to break it up, but then got a... So a they got into the a physical uh, altercation at the end of the day. Um, so Corey Norman and James Seguiaro, obviously after the incident happened, they... They put out on their social media uh, their story or their version of the events. And Corey Norman has contacted the uh, Dragons. And Dragons have contacted the RLPA uh, in regards to the matter. And I guess I reckon this is just like um, another case of, uh, you know, like NRL players being easy targets out on the streets. Uh, 
What do you reckon? Yeah, as well. And um, yeah, just racism in general should be kicked out. And these four guys just, you know. Yeah. But like we, we've we've met James Sigiaro. Like we, we trained yeah, with him. Top bloke. Top bloke, you know. Like I don't think he goes out looking for trouble. No, you know, he's always a really upbeat bloke and, you know, really happy and stuff like that. And also they have a brand to look after, you know, their, um, their clothing brand, obviously. So... I think something like this for them. I don't. I don't think they were intentionally looking for trouble. No, I think trouble came looking for them. So yeah, it, it's actually pretty good that um, they put it out on their social media. Yep. You know, like obviously with stuff like that, um, we know how stories can yeah, be. Yeah, things can change. Can change in the media, but it's good to to see them come out. Yeah, the professionalism that they had. Yeah, when, you know. But it, sending it, that out on social media. Yeah, but it's 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 also like you know, like I said before, um, footy players in general, you know, they're easy targets because people obviously know they can't do anything back, you know, without getting in trouble themselves. So yeah, twenty twenty one, you know, people still using racial slurs, especially after um, all the events that happened with the Black Lives Matter movement um, in twenty twenty. Yeah. So you know, to those guys, uh, you know. Yeah, if if you want to read what he's posted up, you know, check him out on his um, social media. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Uh, Unfortunate news for Malachi Watene Zelezniak, who is the younger brother of uh, Dallin Watene Zelezniak, uh, who plays for the Bulldogs and also um, the Kiwis. So uh, Malachi has been forced into immediate retirement after suffering acute kidney failure last year. So, you know, um, uh, as a Bulldogs uh, supporter myself, I was actually uh, pretty excited to see Malachi play alongside his brother. Um, I haven't seen them play alongside each other since they were playing at Penrith. Yep. It was very unfortunate news. Um, uh, very good player as well. Very good player. You know, he was playing, um, he, he, he's a winger. You know, for a guy his age and to get kidney failure, you know, that's, you know, that's pretty... Uh, that's pretty gut wrenching, you know. Yeah, it is. Uh, to hear it, like, uh, uh, hopefully the Bulldogs, they obviously have like a good support system for him. Um, hopefully he doesn't get lost to the point where he's uh, fighting, you know, for himself. Uh, but you know, the, the Bulldogs are considered a family club, so you know, uh, any chance to give uh, good publicity to my team? <laughs> he he does have a um a watch brand as well. So yeah. him and his brother started up a watch company brand. Yeah. It's something good to fall back on. Yeah, so for players out there, you know, being smart about their future. Yeah. So good luck with that. Yeah. Moving on to other injury news in the NRL. So Ben Murdoch-Masilla, who is also a Matematonga representative, has been cleared of a serious pectoral injury. Uh, He is uh, obviously signed to... The West Tigers? No. No, the Warriors. The Warriors. He's obviously signed to the Warriors, uh, which is very good news. It's a good boost uh, in their upcoming trial against the Titans next month. It's going to be massive. Even though it's a trial, I reckon all those guys, you know, put together. Bro, you know, like both teams picked up some very good signings. Warriors and es- Titans. Uh, especially I reckon- the Titans. I reckon it's going to be a good, like, it's going to be a big battle of, of, of the forwards. Yeah, you it got, is. Uh, big Tino. And David Fafita on one side. Yeah. And then you got uh, Murdoch Masilla and... You know, the likes of Kane Evans. Kane Evans. And also um, Adam Fanua Blake, who's, you know, bolstered their forwards pack. <laughs> so I think it might be a really good sign for both teams. All these big boppers going yeah. ahead of each other. It'll be, I think it'll be a good... Like, it'll be a good uh, taste of what we could see in the season. Exactly. So big news there for... 
for the Warriors. Now, big news with a couple of NRL contracts. Yes. Um, we have Jerome Luai's contract with the Panthers. Um, it's soon to be expired at the end of 2021. And there's reports yeah. that they're looking to offer him a three-year extension. Wow. At uh, $725,000. A season. Wow. For a young kid, that is pretty good. Do you think he's worth it? Uh, for sure. Easily. $725,000. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, like little fact, he is, uh, 2020, he had the second most try assist, 23 behind Nathan Cleary. Exactly. Who had 24, so, just one up. But um, He'll yeah, definitely man. live up to the hype. Seven hundred and twenty. But you know, that's crazy. He hasn't played uh, like rep. Oh, he has for He's been playing good, consistent footy. He got picked for the New South Wales Blues. So, like, you can't say he's not worth it. And he and he took the team to the grand final in a way. So he took it to the grand final. I know he helped. Take them to the ground. Yes, final. yes, yes. We are, well said. But that's jo- hey, that's Jonathan Thurston money. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, far out. Why um, not? Yeah, that's pretty reckon, good, man. I reckon I, he's worth every penny. Yeah, far seven twenty-five. That's hey. You know what? Congratulations to him. That's good news for young Pacific Islander players. Yeah. You know what I mean? If Jerome can do it, you can do it also. You know, that's one kid who grew up in the Western suburbs, like the actual West Penrith, and you know what I mean. Like uh, his stories out there, like. He, uh, he struggles and stuff But man If he's able to get uh, To sign that contract Man good Good on him Well exactly. done but, um, Another Another um, Penrith player yeah. Who's um, Looking to get A big contract deal uh, Stefan Crichton uh, Who's also offered A three year extension Yeah Reportedly To get over Two mil <whistles> Wow Wow Over two mil Over two mil Oh yeah. gosh <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So, th- so this is this is a kid who was born in. He's a, uh, he's a center. Yeah, he was born in Samoa. That's Greg English money. <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, he could be better than Greg English. Oh, hey, he he's could. still young. He's, he's still, still young. young. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, moving on. Oh, the Benji tracker. <sighs> so there's reports coming out late mail that uh, the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Yes, you heard that right. South Sydney Rabbitohs. Uh, maybe interested hey. in signing our mate Benji Marshall. He could have been in our top five if he plays this. Oh wow! You know what? No, he needs a whole segment to himself because he's he's almost there. He's almost the goat. Yeah, <laughs> he's the goal. <laughs> Geo. Hey, it'll be a reunion with him and Wayne Bennett because Wayne Bennett coached him. Any players who's coached under Wayne Bennett is going to be successful. For that year, I reckon. Oh, lucky you said for that year. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, moving on to AFL news. So a trailer for Amazon's AFL series has been released. So it's a seven-part doco following the 2020 season. A good friend of the show... And, yeah, my family member, uh, cousin of mine, actually. Yeah, uh, whatever. So Nick Nadnui um, will be featured in it. Uh, that will be good. Good publicity for himself. And for me as well, you know, because I've obviously helped him up to where he is now. A little bit. You know, I've planted my seed. And uh, Wouldn't you think there'd be cameras following you, to, you around? No, no, well? there was no audio or video footage back then. But, you know, it's... Uh... <laughs> Got him! 
Hey, look, end of the day, I'm really proud of him and uh, what's what he's accomplished. Can you play it again, please? Why? <laughs> One, <laughs> no, more no, One more time. One more time. But um, yeah, I will definitely be watching that. Uh, it will be on Amazon Prime. Uh, I've just downloaded that yesterday. Uh, Amazon Prime is actually... Wow, Gabo's yeah. uh, paying you good money there, eh? Bro, are you serious? <laughs> We're getting Angus, uh, Angus uh, Christian Crichton money. 2.7 million a year. <laughs> Gabo money. But uh, yeah, guys, keep an eye out for that. Do you think it, 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 it's inspired by The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan? You know what? I haven't seen that. Yeah. I've never, I've never seen the Michael Jordan doco. Are you kidding? Yeah, it's pretty bad, eh? Are you living under a rock? I think I'm just busy. <laughs> just been real busy these days. But how is is it good? Talk to me. Uh, me. Have to be quiet in here. <sighs> the producer oh, look at that. and I are just looking at each other in actually judgmental vibes over here. Very judgmental shocked. vibes here. Yes, I've never seen it. You have homework for this week. I are want you, you to go watch that. Yeah. Watch it, definitely. You're using my Netflix account. How can you? <laughs> I am too. Okay, I'll watch it. How are it. you not watching it? Okay, I'll watch it. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So right. do you reckon it's going to be the same? You know what? After you watched it, I'll ask you the question again. Yeah? Yeah. It's a, a, yeah. Right, anyway, moving on. That was terrible, Rocco. Sorry. ABC Radio Australia, your home of rock and cap. Now, looking forward. Yes, what are we looking forward to, Rocco? Um, AFLW starts tonight. Yes. Yeah. Tonight. So Collingwood is playing against Carlton. Good luck to a friend of the show, Moa Loloifi. I hope she gets a triple-double. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see? Uh, I got that in there. But uh, yeah, uh, and also the Bristol Bears are back. Uh, taking on Bath Rugby on Friday. So you guys don't want to miss out on that. And also... It's going um, to be a dirty game. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh. <laughs> I had to... I, that was terrible. That was yeah, terrible. Dad joke. Dad joke. Dad joke. <laughs> oh, my God. And not only uh, Bristol Bears, but uh, the English Rugby... Premier League will be back. So there's a lot of uh, Pacific Islander players that will be represented there. And also the top 14 rugby in France will also be playing. Uh, and hopefully we can see um, our boy Stephen Adams play as well uh, from a much uh, needed break. <laughs> Jeez. Triple, no, but, triple yeah, double. I'm, is definitely, that, I'm, definitely is looking, I'm definitely looking forward to the AFLW though. Yeah. Yeah, that, that'll be really good. So Yeah, and also the uh, NBL. Uh, will be played on the weekend too. We're looking forward to that. And uh, yeah. Hope, oh, and the trials will be coming up. So yes. we'll be talking about that. Uh, a lot of sports coming up. Yeah. So guys, it's going to be a good week. Hold your hats. It's going to be an interesting 2021. Can you be more Pacific on ABC Radio Australia? All right, guys, it has come to the end of the show. Mm. And as always, same time, same place next week. Yes, fam. If you missed the show or you just want to listen to the magic again, it'll be replayed Friday, 2 p.m. PNG time. Or you can find all our episodes on the Radio Australia website. Goodbye, beloved. Ciao. Can You Be More Pacific? An ABC sport production for ABC Radio Australia. This program has been funded by the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade.